Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey everyone, welcome to Pardon the Intermission. I'm Eric. And I'm Jason. And we hope you're all doing well out there. Thank you for joining us on our entertainment podcast here. Absolutely, Pardon the Intermission. Glad to have all of you with us today where we talk about movies, TVs, pop culture, and a little bit of everything else in and, between. And actually, today and I, we're going to be talking about a little bit of uh, theme parks. We're going to be talking a lot about theme <laughs> parks, Eric. Yes, yeah. that's the theme of the show today. Well, at least for this show. And, and just remember, you guys can always check us out on our social media we're uh, on x at uh, pti underscore podcast and you can find us on good old facebook at pardon the intermission there you go yep. so yeah we're gonna jump right into it man i think this is gonna be yeah a, this, i don't want the show to be too long we can be, we can be here for hours talking oh we about could this. easily okay easily. here's the deal yes. you went to disneyland recently i did and you mentioned it on previous podcasts that yes. you were gonna go and we were gonna mm-hmm. do an update when you got back mm-hmm. you're back <laughs> i'm back let's get the update Tell all us right. all about the parks, what you think, mm-hmm. how the crowds were, Absolutely. Uh, all the fun stuff. We, I've heard some already, some of the misadventures uh, <laughs> yes. in the park, but go ahead. All right. So, yes, uh, my family and I uh, went down to Disneyland and California Adventure during the week of Thanksgiving. So just about two weeks ago. And yeah. we took a, a big, massive family trip down there in honor of my wife's father, who uh, passed away a couple of years ago. Mm. And yeah. uh, the last Disneyland we tr- we uh, the last Disneyland trip we took with him before he passed away was a big one because he had my family there, his son's family, and then my wife's sister's family was there with us too. So we had all of us there. And so this has kind of turned into a little family ritual now where we're going to get mm. families together to go down and do this. And this was and so, this was if, if he would have lived on, this would have mm-hmm. been a milestone birthday for him too, correct? Uh, yeah, I think this would have been birthday number seven, seven, 75. 75. Yeah, yeah, 75. Yeah. So yeah, went down there Thanksgiving week two weeks ago. <clears throat> and what I did was, because I've always had back and forth Disney experiences, Eric, what I mean by that mm. is uh, sometimes I refer to Disneyland as the happiest headache on earth <laughs> okay. because for, for a number of reasons, which we can, you know, I'll divulge into some of those here in just a little bit. But I thought I would go ahead and take this opportunity to actually jot down mm-hmm. notes on my phone, on my little notepad on my Ooh. phone about some things that I saw that really just rubbed me the wrong way okay. or I thought were handled improperly or just some general observations that make Disney so unique, but also make you just stop and shake your head and say, "What was Mickey Mouse thinking there what on that the one? What the heck is going what on? What the heck is going here? on here?" So, yeah. number one, okay. Now, now you called it. Uh, well, what makes? Oh, how about that? The yeah. tagline you called it earlier. I won't use it. I'll let you use it. But you called it. It's going from the Magic Kingdom to the the Tragic Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> there you yes. go. I love that. And it almost was on one of the days that we were down there. I think that's a show okay. title: Magic <laughs> Kingdom to Tragic, Tragic Kingdom. <laughs> it could be a miniseries, an epic miniseries on Netflix. There you go. Or something. Yeah. So yeah. So we left on a Saturday. We left on the Saturday of the week, the weekend before Thanksgiving week. Okay. Okay. We left Saturday or mid Saturday morning, uh, and then we got down there in the uh, early mid afternoon. 
<clears throat> and then we spent a couple hours in Disneyland before we checked back into our, our hotels and called it a night. So then on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, those were our full three days down there before we came back on Thursday on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Okay. And so on the, the first day that we were down there, my wife decided, well, she wanted to go ahead and rope drop uh, into Disneyland. Now, for those of you who don't know what that reference means, rope drop means is that you wake up really early at the crack of dawn because the theme park opens uh, at precisely 8 o'clock in the morning. And the premise behind the rope drop is that you get there early enough to where you can get on the most popular attractions after they open the theme park to avoid the strenuous long lines. Now, now they actually, so rope, now, now rope drop is, is, mm-hmm. is different. Well, rope drop is essentially you're in the park. So uh, yes. if, I, if I understand this correctly, so mm-hmm. you get there, what time do they let you scan mm-hmm. your ticket, scan in with your ticket to get in? Okay, so they will let you, they will start scanning park opera passes and let you in at approximately, well, between 7.15 to 7.30. Okay. It depends on how many people are already waiting in front of the gates. Now, when we got there, they didn't open the gates until 7.30 okay. to where they were scanning park opera passes. So we got, we we woke up at about uh, 6 o'clock, had breakfast 6.30, got, you know, obviously got dressed real quick, had breakfast, and then by 6.50, 6.55, we started walking over, and we stayed in one of the hotels that was just right across the street from the park. Mm. So we were in close proximity to it. We which which one? Do you to... mind? Do you mind if I? Not uh... at all. It's called the Best Western Park Place Inn. Oh, you guys stayed back at the, the park place. We did. We did. Wow. Yes. Now, now that, that's always a go-to. It has yes. been for us, but unfortunately, yeah. in recent years, in the last year or two, it seemed like the prices have skyrocketed. And I know last time we stayed, yes. we stayed at, at a, mm-hmm. one that was just a, just a couple minutes further away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the park place is, is nice. I mean, if you can afford mm-hmm. it, it's nice because you are literally right across the street from the right. entrance. Exactly, yeah. And that's yeah. what makes it so convenient. So that that's the trade-off. High price, but you're in close proximity to the theme parks and downtown Disney as well. Yeah. So yeah, we got all of our stuff together and we got over there at approximately 7.15. Okay. Now, um, when we when they opened the gate and scanned our park opera passes, that went fairly smooth. There was nothing wrong with that. And so then what we did was we decided... So my wife likes to watch these videos on YouTube. The the Fresh Bake guy. I'm pretty sure you guys know who he is. If you're a Disney aficionado, yeah, David like, Fresh Fresh Bake. Fre- that's right, Fresh Bake. And so he has a theory about how you properly rope drop Disneyland. So my wife wanted to test that theory. And so what we did was we went to rope drop uh, to go to Space Mountain first. Okay. And then we were going to do Matterhorn second. And then we were going to go do Thunder Mountain Railroad third. And then from there we were going to do uh, Rise of the Resistance in Star Wars Land. And then do either Indiana Jones or Haunted Mansion, whichever Mm. line was shorter after that. So, yeah, we went ahead and did Space Mountain first. Now, the way they used to rope drop Disneyland back in the day was that they would let everybody into the park. They would have the long ropes on the stanchions at the very end of Main Street there. Everybody would just pack there to the gills okay. and wait for them to release the ropes, and then boom. That would be like at the 8 o'clock. They <coughs> that would, would be at they the would, 8 o'clock. They would drop the rope, and then everybody mm-hmm. just goes. Yep. They're, they're already in the park, and yep. they just go wherever they <laughs> yep. need to go to ride the rides. Precisely. Whatever the ride they want. Yep. Yeah. So now what they do is they rope drop into the different uh, themed areas mm-hmm. in the park for example they will rope drop uh uh they have a rope drop just for tomorrowland a rope Mm. drop just for Fantasyland, so on and so forth and so depending on where you want to go first you get into that area where they that that they're going to have the rope drop into and so we decided to hit uh tomorrowland first because we wanted to go on space mountain first okay well we got over 
there at about 7, I would say, after we got into the park, we got there about 7.35, 7.40. And when we got up to the very front there, Eric, there was hardly anybody there. And I thought, oh, okay. this, is, this isn't going to be bad at all. Yeah. But then lo and behold, at about 7.50, I turn around, and sure enough, there is a massive, massive, massive conflux of people wow. who are just crowding in to us. Okay. Now, not only that, but also keep in mind that there were rope drop crowds to get into Fantasyland, rope drop crowds to get into Tomorrowland, so on and so forth. So all of those crowds were colliding with ours. Okay. And so from there on out, it was just sheer controlled chaos. Wow. And then right at 8 o'clock, to, to Disney's credit, precisely at 8 o'clock, they pulled back the ropes. Everybody made a beeline the to Space Mountain. race is on. The race is on. Everybody made a beeline <laughs> to Space Mountain. You would have thought it was a Godzilla wow. movie. Because we were literally, people were trampling over each other. You had people in scooters who were driving 60 miles an hour. They were rolling over your feet. You it, were getting worse, cut off by... It, was it worse than those videos you'd see uh, from Black Friday at Walmart about with the free TVs or the cheap TVs? Oh, this made Black <laughs> this made Black Friday at Walmart look like a walk in the park on Easter, oh on Easter gosh. Sunday. It That's was crazy. Cr- that is nuts. Yeah. And so anyway, um, what happened was my wife and daughter got at the very front of the line. I was at the back of the line with my mother-in-law, my wife's mother, and... And my wife's mother and I got separated. Mm. And so my wife and my daughter were at the very front. And while I'm separated at the very back of the line, I'm getting text messages from my wife saying, where the heck are you? Blah, blah, blah. I said, well, I'm in the back of the line. We got separated. So anyway, as my wife and daughter were some of the first uh, passengers onto the car to get onto Space Mountain, while I'm there waiting in line just to get my spot there, uh, lo and behold, I get a text message from my wife saying, Space Mountain broke down. No. Yes, exactly. Wow. She took video footage of the ride after it hey, broke down. Can you post that on, uh, we'll post that on the, the Twitter or X. We'll post that on X and Facebook. I will. Yeah. yeah, I will. I will do that. I'll post that on our awesome. social media channels uh, as soon as I can, folks, so you yeah, can sure. see that. And so what happened was Space Mountain broke down. And what, uh, after it broke down, there was at least a 30 to 45 minute wait before they could ascertain what happened. After that mm. 30 to 45 minute wait, then ride attendants came and told us, we're sorry, t- Space Mountain is temporarily closed down. For those of you yeah. still waiting in line, you can either come back later, use Genie Plus, or you can do just come back later on in the day, whatever. Anyway, and just they don't you know, just hand out the voucher anymore. Or they, don't they don't hand out the voucher anymore. Oh. Gen- Genie Plus did away with those vouchers in okay. case that. So they just use happens. all the, the app for for all that yeah. stuff now. Now okay. if now if for those of us that wanted to come back and take advantage of Genie Plus, what they would do is they would have you uh, pull out your passes on the Disney app, and then they would scan it. Okay. And so that way, if you wanted to take advantage of the uh, the Genie Plus Lightning Lane stuff, then you would they would already have that in the system, and then they would know you were there from the previous uh, time that it broke down, and they would let you in the Lightning Lane. Pass, gotcha. Okay. Stuff like that. So yeah. So that was the big hiccup with that was that Space Mountain broke down, and I think that's kind of fitting because previous before that, when we last went to Disneyland two years prior. We broke down on Thunder Mountain Railroad. I remember you telling me. Yeah. So we. And you said you were at the top of that thing. And we were at the very apex, at the very peak of Thunder Railroad when it broke down. Right there where the goat is, where the dynamite, the goat and dynamite. Exactly. So, and my wife and my daughter, subsequently, when they broke down on Space Mountain, it was at the very beginning of the attraction. Right Mm. after you go up that tunnel that makes you feel like you're spinning round and round or something like that. Yeah. Right as they were getting ready to go up the first lift is where the car stopped. Oh, no. And so, what they had to do, Eric, was they had 
to release some kind of a latching mechanism that rolled the cars backwards oh to where gosh. they could get on a flat enough plane to get off the car, exit the car, and then get onto a staircase where they were escorted out by uh, the ride attendants wow. to go out the exit. Wow. Yeah, so that was the big issue there. I, with I'm kind of jealous, though. I've always <laughs> wanted to see, I'd like, there's two rides, that one, Space Mountain, yes. and uh, Indiana Jones with the lights on. Oh, yeah, definitely. I just, I, yeah, so, so I'm kind of jealous they got to see that. You guys will see the video on our, on our social media channels when I <laughs> Postal is what Space Mountain looks like with the lights on. Yeah. Okay. So, but after that, um, the the lines. So the, again, the premise for the rope drop is, folks, is that you hit the most popular attractions to avoid the longest waits and lines. Mm. And I would say, despite the little hiccup that we had there on Space Mountain, that theory worked for the most part because we went okay. to Matterhorn. After that, we only had to wait about maybe twenty minutes at the most to get onto Matterhorn in the standby line. Okay. No lightning lane, no nothing. After that, we went over to Big Thunder Railroad. Okay. I would say that was approximately 35 to 40 minutes at the most for right. standby. That one worked out well. From there, we went over to Indiana Jones. A little bit longer. I would say about maybe close to 50 minutes, but the, wow. line, the line actually moved. I would say it was approximately because it felt like it was a much shorter wait time than that. Okay. And then after uh, Indiana, we went over to... Uh, I'm sorry, we went to Rise of the Resistance first before Indiana Jones. Rise of the Resistance was an hour-long wait. And hello... Mm. It broke down again. Yeah, it's like course. it always does. Of course. So that's why we had to wait an hour, but we eventually got on that. And then after that was when we went to Indiana Jones. And between that and the Haunted Mansion, Indiana actually had the shorter line. We got through that in about 40 minutes and then went to Haunted Mansion, got through that in about mm, 65 minutes. Mm. So, Eric, uh, we hit the five or six of the most popular attractions there in Disneyland within an hour and a half. Okay. Within an hour and a half of the rope. Not bad. Not bad. And not that's bad not using not Genie Plus. And that's not using Genie Plus. That yeah. was doing standby lines, uh, standby wait, wait lines. So, yeah. Now, an hour and a half sounds like a long time, but it's actually a truncated amount of time given the amount of time you normally have to wait during the middle of the day to get on those attractions anyway. Yeah. And, and I would also say, too, is that at you know in the morning, people are usually not inclined to use their lightning lanes. Now, if no, everybody had not. used their lightning lane, that mm -hmm. might have been a different story. Uh, you guys might have had to wait a little bit longer, but but yeah. you were lucky, and I think that that's the right strategy yeah. is try to hit everything early in the morning. Yeah, um, you know, before people really start punching in those lightning lanes. Right, exactly, and that and that's again that was a whole idea about because it. when our experience just to throw back when our experience when we went uh, and during the Fourth of July uh, this year. Um, it was the rides were, would mm -hmm. show a, a, a regular standby queue were low, like mm -hmm. 25 minute wait time. But right. the problem is, is that lightning lane was super long. Right. Some of those rides we had right. to pass up. <clears throat> we got stuck in Roger Rabbit. Uh, mm -hmm. We got stuck on uh, Goofy's uh, Sky School because, yeah. and we just said, forget it, because there was all the lightning lane people were coming in and they weren't yeah. stopping. They just kept piling. That line kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Right, right, and, right. And, and exactly. that 25 minutes was huge. But anyway, so you guys did good. Okay, so yeah. So that so that worked. That strategy pretty much worked for the most. So part. yeah, rope drop worked so, for the most part. So thanks, Fresh Bake. Uh, yeah. So thank you, Fresh Bake, for that. We appreciate whatever your name is, Dave or Sven or yeah, whatever Dave, your name Dave is. Dave from Fresh Bake. Dave from Fresh Bake. Thank you very much. The other thing that really irked me, Eric, was that after we got off of uh, Haunted Mansion, we this was around I would say uh, 11 a.m. 11 okay. 11 15 in the morning. We wanted to get some beignets from over mm. there at the Mint Julep Bar. Yeah, um, in which is Square. which is Tiana's Palace, which is now adjacent to Tiana's Palace. Okay, yeah, right behind Tiana's Palace. Well, what happened was we noticed that in the general seating area there in Tiana's Palace, 
the chairs and the tables were empty. We thought, awesome. Now, Tiana's Palace, for those out there, uh, used to be the French market. <clears throat> used to be the French market. Yeah. That's where you would go to get the, the gumbo and the bread bowls. Yeah, and they rethemed like it to... They rethemed it to, yeah, yeah for Princess and the T- Frog. Yeah, Tiana's yeah. place. So yeah. as we were going, my wife had placed the order for the beignets on <clears throat> the Disneyland app, and they gave us an approximate time to go there and pick them up. Okay. <clears throat> no problem. We go there, we pick up the beignets, we go to sit down in Tiana's Palace there in the general seating area, and we were told we couldn't sit there. What? Yeah, we were told we couldn't sit there. When we when I asked uh, one of the Park cast members there why, she said, because you have to have a reservation to dine here at Tiana's Palace. And I said, oh, no, because French Market was always open. French Market was was always open. Open seating. First come, first serve. Exactly. And I told her, but Tiana's Palace isn't open yet. I mean, why should we need a reservation to sit? Can't we just sit here? Oh, they weren't even open? They weren't even open. No, they, they they were closed. Wow, they were closed. At least my if unless my eyes were deceiving me, I didn't see anybody waiting in lines for food at Tiana's Palace, okay. and there was nobody in the seating area. The little jazz band that normally plays there was not playing there. She said we couldn't sit there because we had to have a reservation to sit there. Oh my gosh! So that irked me, and that's sure. something else that Disney has done a lot more of is that they have required some of those more popular areas where people just like to kind of convocate and just sit down. Now you have to actually have either purchase food at those establishments to sit there or have a prior reservation to sit there. It's no longer just a general on mass seating area like it used to be. Yeah, that sucks. It because does. because Big I'll time. because I'll tell you, you know, they <clears throat> did the same thing across the way at uh, yes. uh is it not not Carnation Cafe, what's the other one? The Plaza Inn. The Plaza Inn, yeah. Where you, you used to be able just to go and sit there. Yep. And uh, I think I, I had made comment where you can't do that anymore. Can't and they literally that. put hedges up now so people mm-hmm. can't sit there and watch fireworks. That they have. Yep. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I don't, I, I'm really upset with Disney with this. They're, they're yeah. taking away, you know, the, 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 the parts of Disney that you can enjoy, like the seating, yes. you know, and it, and it was hard enough to get a seat anyway, because a lot of times, you know, right. we, we've did that when we went, uh, when I went with your family, we all went, right? Yeah, my family. That. Yeah. And yeah. we were just like, we were doing that hovering thing. Like you do that hovering thing, right? You're waiting for, <laughs> right, right. for the, for the table to get free and the room, you know, you, you're just, like a, you're just standing there kind of nondescript. You're like, yeah. Oh, look at the pretty birds. Table, get yeah. it now. Get it, Eric, Eric, Eric. Like a, get like the a, table, Eric. Like a falcon yeah. that sees right. a, a mouse or something in a field. You're like, Ooh, you're Zone it in, right? You know, exactly. Like flying down at you know 180 miles an hour, right? Trying to exactly. Get that table. It's like you have a heat seeker missile from a Tie Fighter on <laughs> yeah. it. You're like, zoom in right there. Because you know, get other it. people see it too. So you're trying to be the first one to get right. there. Right, Eric, get that table yeah. now. Come on, get it, get it. But yeah. See, what happens is, is they they create a situation where then nobody can sit anywhere because you have to have a reservation, right? Right. And right. then and yeah. then it's like, where do you go if you just want to grab a little something? Yeah. And then it creates all this other congestion in other parts of the park. And under normal circumstances, I understand that. But in this case, the restaurant wasn't even open. There was yeah. nobody sitting there. And they wouldn't let us sit there to eat our beignets. We weren't even going to be there for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. We, scar- we scarf those things down like they're Tic Tacs. They don't last long. We even told her, can't we just sit here for 10 minutes to eat them? And she said, no, I can't let you sit here. This is, again, just for reserved wow. diners only. So that irked me. So I made a, a, a note of that on my phone here. Uh, so something else that irked me. And I have to be be very careful when I say this because I don't want to sound politically incorrect here. This is going to be called the Irkcast. The Irkcast. Jason's, Jason's yes. Irkcast. <laughs> okay. All right. So first and foremost, before I say what I'm going to say, let me just say this. I understand that uh, people who have a hard time getting around and people who are disabled, with all due respect, have as much right to enjoy Disneyland and California Adventure just like you and I and our families do. But Eric, there are way too many scooters at Disneyland. Oh yeah, I agree with you there. Too many scooters. And again, folks, please do not misconstrue what I'm saying. 
I am not agitated overall by people using scooters to yeah, get the around. People that need to use them, but the problem yes. is, is the park is not built for for scooters. I mean, when it was it's originally not. built, I mean, it, first it wasn't built for the size of the crowds anyway. No, right, it was not. And and you have limited <clears throat> space, and there's a lot of places, yes. you know, in in the park that mm-hmm. have sh- uh, um, what I should say, mm-hmm. uh, not short, but I mean, very mm-hmm. narrow walkways. Right. And so Extremely. you're trying to get through there, especially certain busy times of the day. And then and you've got scooters on top of that. Yeah. And then when you add on to the fact that people are taking those scooters uh, in the lines for the attractions oh. like Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain. They're were trying, they really? Th- there were, yes. When we were waiting in line for Haunted Mansion, there were at least half a dozen people who were on their scooters riding the scooters while we're waiting in line. And then there was a little backup at the line for a little bit because one poor lady who was, she was trying to I'll navigate her it. scooter around a, around a corner uh. and she either got stuck or she came at it from a wrong angle. And so she had to back up and beep, 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 beep. And so everybody is trying to back up. The problem, Eric, is that there are at least two, three, maybe 400 people already at the back of the line. And we're turning around telling everybody to back up just for this one poor lady who had to kick that sucker in reverse and resituate herself. I'm shocked. I didn't think they allowed those scooters They do. They do. What they do is they let you get them... For those who ride them, they will let you ride them in the line up until you get to the point where you have to board on the attraction. And then they ask you, A, if you are able to get out of the scooter and walk far enough to get to board the attraction. If mm-hmm. you are, if you can't, they will have somebody there actually assist you to do that. And then what they do is the attendants will take the scooters and uh, put them over down by the ride exit. So that way, when you get off the attraction, it'll be right there for See, you. See, that, that's BS. They need to have, they have mm-hmm. plenty of room there. They need to have yes. people pull those scooters off to the side, and they can yes. wait till their family gets up to a certain point in yes. line, and they, can, mm-hmm. they should be able to put them yes. on right there at the entrance and not have mm-hmm. these scooters in the line. That, yes. That's completely ridiculous. And then another thing that happened to me, too, is when I was waiting in line for lunch, uh, I think it was at the, uh, the, uh, the Orbit Cafe or the Astro Glider Cafe. Or so, I don't remember. It's the one over in Tomorrowland that's adjacent to where Pizza uh, Planet is. Is. Pizza plant. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I was waiting. I was. I had just purchased some food for my wife's family, and I was walking back with a whole tray of food. And this one other lady in a scooter, she cuts me off, and she stops halfway in between, kicks it in reverse, and almost runs over me. Oh yeah. And she just says very belligerently, "I'm sorry," and I'm just like, "Oh, Eric." No, a- I, I have been. I have been oh, almost run over, God. run over by those scooters. I don't know how many times. And and you know the thing is, is <clears throat> yes. that you're always you know you're trying to get out, or maybe maybe you know you, you don't necessarily you know you can't have your head on a mm-hmm. swivel. But the, but they will <clears throat> literally come in and cut you off. Some some yep. of them. I'm not saying all of them in that yes. ride the scooters, but I have had that yes. happen to me. And almost run me over, and I'm like, "What the heck is going on here?" And it's not—we're yeah. not in line, like trying to get to someplace. It's just yours, regular walking through the yeah, through the park. Yeah, there. and you know, all the while I was doing some scooter observation in general too, because I, I really wanted to. I heard a couple years back that Disneyland was actually trying to crack down on the number of people who just rent scooters because they're mm. just too freaking lazy to burn calories like the rest of us and walk throughout the theme parks. Now, obviously, when you walk around an area that large, it's going to take a lot out of you. You get tired. Your feet hurt. I understand that, folks. All right? But when I was looking at a lot of people on scooters, there were kids who were riding, like teenagers who were driving scooters. So, yeah, it looks like people that that shouldn't be on them. Exactly. And and, and listen, and and I know that happens. And again, not insensitive here. No, no, no. But we know people who've done Mm -hmm. that before. They do. They, uh, Mm -hmm. They, you know, 
somebody in in their family needs the scooter, but yes. then they they brag about how they got to use it. Yes, you know, all day. Exactly. And they didn't need it. It was mm-hmm. the other person in the family, but maybe they didn't go. But right. Anyway. So enough of that. So yeah, okay. too too many scooters. They got to do something about scooters scooter are control. out of control. Okay. Another thing that uh, I was kind of irked about too is that um, for the first time, this ha- happened to me for the very first time. But before, I'm sorry before we go on. Let's, yeah. I just I just go want ahead. I want to add one more thing to that and, go ahead. and finish out now. Yeah, you know, we've ahead. talked about it many times. I know it's a touchy subject. It is with the scooters, but yeah, the thing is, yeah. is that I don't mind the scooters at all, and and I don't right. mind. I don't. I don't care who's using them. I I don't really care about them, to be honest. But yeah. there there is a point. It's like you when you're on a scooter, you have to be aware of people also, and and be courteous exactly. to people that are walking as Thank well. You as the people walking have to Thank be courteous you. to those people. It on has the to be a two way street. It has to be a mutual thing. And, yes. and and I know what you're talking about, and it gets very frustrating because I've seen it mm-hmm. where. It's almost like there, there's an entitlement or a right. It's like just get out of my way because I'm, you know, because I'm on a scooter and right. And and that that's what we're talking about here, folks. So anyway, right. I just want to throw that in there. That Thank little, you for doing that. Yeah. Thank you for doing. It. And again, folks, I'm not trying to be insensitive here. All I'm just simply saying is for the people who are in regular walking boots. Uh, Next time, please plan your vacation when you're healthy, okay? And you don't need to use a scooter. But yeah, too too, too many scooters. Disney has got to find a way to do. Who knows, man? Maybe those poor people uh, that were there the day before, they're at rope drop and they got sprained their ankle. That's true. I never thought about that. And then they needed that scooter. Okay, I'm an insensitive prick then. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, I'm teasing. All right, all right. Okay, so next one. Sorry. Okay, so the next thing that kind of got me a little bit here was um okay the parades parades have got to go oh i parades agree. have got to go with that. parades have got to go now the way disneyland does it now at least when we were there on the three full days that we were there was they only had two parades throughout the course of the day one mm. was in uh mid mid afternoon around 3:30 and then the other one was a little bit later at night like between i think uh 7 or 7:30 at night okay but Eric, my problem with the parades is that when people start lining up for these parades two hours yeah. before they are supposed to begin, and when that happens, it not only adds to the sheer amount of people who are blocking walkways, who are blocking access points to restaurants and restrooms and rides and everything mm-hmm. else, they all crowd together. And then you have people who are throwing litter on the street while you're walking. You have it's just the, the parades have got to go. Parades have yeah. got to go because that's where a lot of the park population problems happen is when everyone just has a massive cattle call and they all go over there and they're shoving and pushing each other, trying to find a good spot where little Timmy and little Susie can sit on their shoulders to watch the parade. Yeah. And I'm a father. My da- I did the same thing with my daughter when she was that age. Loved it. Okay, but now I'm at the point where do we need two, three, even four parades at Disneyland throughout the course yeah. of a day? Uh, wrong. Here, here's my theory on no. that. I, I think what Disney does is it's a it's a little trick and and uh, my just my opinion. But I think what they do is they add these things like like parades, which doesn't really cost them a lot to add. Yes, but it makes people feel like they're getting more money out of their ticket for the park. You know what I mean? It's yep. it's kind of kind of a cheap way that they can do it. But the problem is, yeah, Disneyland's not set up for. Mm. With the amount of crowds they have nowadays, the modern crowds, they're not set up for these parades. Now, right. it maybe it's different in Disney World and they have more space. Yep. Disneyland's not set up for that. And it yeah. is true. I mean, even back in the days when my daughter did enjoy the parades, mm-hmm. like you're saying, I mean, it was it was kind of a pain to move around back then even, you know, because yeah. they rope off huge areas. Mm-hmm. And like you say, you can't, there's just no way to move around. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I, I agree with that, man. Parades. I mean, maybe one, maybe two, but yeah, they uh, they're they're just becoming a pain. They are. They are becoming more of a pain than what they're really worth. Now I think it's different now. If they have like paid events, like I know they do, per, they'll do a parade. 
I've never been there. I've just watched it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But for uh, for like that Oogie Boogie Fest or Oogie the Boogie Oogie, Fest, yeah, yeah. Bash, <clears throat> Oogie Boogie Bash is yeah. what it's called. Yeah, um, you know, but that's a paid ticket, mm-hmm. and it, and it's a lower volume of people. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's a nighttime event and mm-hmm. and everything. So. You know, I, I could see them doing parades and stuff for that. But yeah, yeah when when they have a regular day, mm-hmm. you know, it's tough to shut down yeah. the park. And it that's is. the other uh, argument I have with the fireworks, too, is that, you know, the fireworks, it's such a pain in the butt with it the is. fireworks. And even when they had Fantasia going on, mm-hmm. you know, and they would block off all that area. And it, and it just creates a huge bottleneck. Yeah. And you can't get around. I told the story yep. before of how I got um, – uh, I was trying to um, – uh, get to one spot yeah. and I got and I got roped into uh, no pun intended <laughs> but I got roped into the uh, the flow of traffic for the it was like a stream of people right uh, that you know because of the fireworks so I was yeah. trying to get one place yeah. and I couldn't get there because they had stuff blocked off so then I had to go all the way, all around. The way around so literally yep. I walked the whole I, I finally gave up and I just uh-huh. walked the whole fireworks show because I couldn't find any place to stand right, right. and just watch it and I was by myself everybody went back to the hotel uh-huh. I ended up just walking that stupid stupid firework loop until the fireworks are over it was kind of interesting to watch him while i was walking around but i was like i like yeah yeah but i was like you know i mean i there's nothing i can do here i can't stop i can't because there's no place to watch them right and they keep telling me move 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 and i was like well okay so yeah so anyway go so yeah i know what you're saying so yeah just a couple of just a couple of last bullet points here to hit on one thing that happened to me for the first time that never happened was there were a lot of attractions I was on that my family were on that were delayed. What I mean by that is we would board the attractions, we'd get about maybe a quarter of the way through them, and then we would hear a little themed voice that would say, we're sorry, your coach has come to a temporary oh, yeah, stop yeah. while we have to check on some whatever. And I assume that's done because they're trying to help you know, handicap guests get on. Uh, they have to stop the attraction. It's a lot of rides. Too. You're talking like a lot of those rides <laughs> where they have like it, it's a continuous mover. In, exactly. in other words, like the haunted mansion where like they have a belt. Mansion. Yeah, they have like a belt that goes yeah. by the the <clears throat> doom buggy, and you have to kind of mm-hmm. get on that. It's like an escalator or a flat one. And exactly. Then, and and jump yeah. on the doom buggy. Yeah. So there were a number of attractions like that where we we were delayed on more than three or four occasions. Mm. And, and normally, look on my pecking list of things that really rub me the wrong way this is probably number 99 out of 100 but uh, still it, it was i heard a lot of people like in the buggies next to me and off to the left and off to the right g- complaining about it there were yeah. other guests who were complaining about it and so you know again that goes back to just population control how are you going to help with the the disabled people who are there yeah. i'm sorry with the people that have a harder time getting around than other people do so that was one thing that that kind of just got me a it, little it, bit. I will say it does take a little bit away from the ride mm-hmm. when you're when you're riding and you're that mm-hmm. happened to us on uh, uh, that Ariel's uh, Undersea Adventure. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Ariel's the, Undersea Adventure. Yeah. yeah, that happened to us a lot. It was like every couple of seconds it seemed like the ride was stopping, you know, mm-hmm. and it just becomes a point where you're just like, I mean, it was nice to be under the air condition for that long, right? Right. But at the same exactly. time, you're just kind of like, oh my gosh, can we just get? You know, I just want to get exactly. off this ride, you know, because it, you don't really enjoy. You can only sit there and listen to Under the Sea for, you know, it's only so long until, you know, drives you It's like that ridiculous bonkers song they play during the Christmas parade that just gets in your head. Yeah, it just gets to you. Something else that I observed, too, that... Our experience with Genie Plus and the Lightning Lane was mm. actually pretty good. Okay. When we uh, utilized the Lightning Lanes, very rarely did we have a wait time of 30 minutes or more. I would say the longest okay. Lightning Lane wait time we had was exactly 30 minutes, and that was when we made a, a third or fourth go around on Space Mountain. But it dawned on me, Eric, you know what? 
And maybe I'm a little late to the party, so please pipe up if I am. But it seems to me like with the Lightning Lane working out so well for us and the other guests who were there on the days that we were there, why doesn't Disney Lightning Lane just every attraction for every park guest? Mm. It, would it be feasible for them to do? What I mean is give everyone specified times to go to the attractions oh. to avoid the long, strenuous lines. Yeah, I don't, don't think they could do that. Don't, you don't think they could do that just from no. the sheer amount of people that are there? No, I, I thought it worked. You know, back in the day, of course, I, I didn't go to Disneyland that much when I was younger. But yeah. I, I think it yeah. worked pretty well when they, when they used to give you the lightning lane mm-hmm. um, with your ticket. They would give you one, right? You would have one to yeah. always use. And then when you use that one, you could get another one for yeah, later sure. in the day. I thought that yeah. worked pretty well. Okay. But as far as money-wise, I mean, you know why they're doing it. It's it's it, Right. It's They're lining the pockets yeah. is what they're doing. But, but the problem so. is, is that they're not peppering... And we We've talked about this mm-hmm. before. They're not peppering in the regular standby riders right. equally enough with the lightning lane mm-hmm. um, to, to keep both lanes <clears throat> moving at the same time, you know, and you right. get stuck in a line. Mm-hmm. And like I told you the story about when we went to Roger Rabbit yeah. and uh, um, the line was only like maybe 15 minutes standby. I'm like, hey, let's do this. And I went in there yeah. and then the <clears throat> lightning lane looked a little long. And I thought, all right, well, we stood in line for about 20, 25 minutes. We didn't move. Yeah, I mean the line literally did not move one bit, and I said, you know what? I told my wife, I go, let's go. We we walked back out. Excuse me, excuse me. We went back out the line and said, forget it. And the lightning lane was just out of control. They were just letting lightning lane go on the whole time, and that's yeah. a slow loader too. So yeah, it is. <clears throat> okay, so to answer your question, yeah, I mean it's obviously it's it's money. I mean it's got to be a money issue. You know, yeah. they they couldn't do. It. I mean that would be yes in a perfect world that would be nice if they could give everybody times. And then, you know, and then the rides would now, of course, be barring any breakdowns or anything. But. Obviously. And look, yeah, I'm not, ex- look, we're not expecting everything to roll absolutely smoothly at Disneyland. The, a lot of these attractions have been around since the inception of the park over 50 years ago. Things are going to break down. We understand yeah. that. Okay. But when you constantly have the same issues, same technical problems happening over and over and over and over and over and over, it's just going to lead to a mountain full of other problems. And when you have at least four or five million people in there per day packing that whole place in, it just adds to a lot more headaches. Well, and then my theory has always been too, yeah, when those rides, when you have one or two, you got to figure the Splash Mountain is what's going to be Tiana's adventure. That's down yes, already. It is. In fact, so, yeah, when we were there, we saw all the scaffolding that was around it. And we saw the construction workers who were chopping it up. Oh. And, yeah. In fact, something else I forgot to tell you too. Yeah. They were they were working on Mark Twain's steamboat. That was off. That was out of so commission. So that's offline. That, yeah, they're out of commission. But we, were, we saw the work they were doing on Splash Mountain. Okay. And so they have scaffolding all around the perimeter of the attraction. Okay. Okay. And we saw construction workers there who were ripping off uh, parts of the exterior. Mm. I assume that's going to be because they're going to obviously Re- know, retheme it, retheme it, and everything yeah. else like that. So yeah, and you, I mean, it looks like even though it still looks like Splash Mountain, um, you can clearly tell that they're they're making headway on getting this thing done. And it's supposed to open, I think, if I remember correct, March or April of next year. Okay. So just in time for the late spring, early summer push. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So so you figure so you got the the mm-hmm. Mark Twain boat, which holds a lot of people. Yeah. You got that one down. Yeah. Now, if you figure, if you got Space Mountain and you throw in Rise of the Resistance, if you got yeah. four tractions down, let's just say in that part. Yeah. With and and even though a couple of them are gonna open up within you know an hour or two, maybe sure. three, maybe half a day. Yeah. All those people that were in those lines and in those queues now have to go to somewhere else, and it creates just a congestion, yes, unbelievable does. congestion for yes, everything else. Yes, it does. So, so that that's and then your experience is just totally blown. Yeah, you know it is. Mean? Yeah. So yeah, aside from those little observations, 
Aside oh, from those speaking observations. Speaking of speaking and of a park being 50 years old and yeah. things breaking down, yeah. uh, you also had another, uh, you didn't see it, but mm-hmm. you also had another experience there mm-hmm. with something that happened on Main Street, which I saw in the news myself, and I was yes. like, what is going on over there? So yes. tell us. So yeah, this was on the second the second full day we were there. It was really, really, really windy. I mean, really windy. It wasn't close to Santa Ana-style winds, but I would say the winds were at least maybe 30 to 40 miles per hour. Mm. But right as we uh, got through the gate and we had our park hopper pass a scan, um, the, the right, the right entrance, uh, where you can also go into the park was completely blocked off the tunnel. You're talking about the tunnel. The tunnel. Yeah. 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 And so they were diverting everybody over to the left side. So you could walk in down by where the uh, fire station in, where the, uh, the, the bank is down there. And I was wondering, well, why in the heck are they having, why do they have that blocked off? Why are they having all of us going through this way? Well, as it turned out, there was a big light pole that's used during the parades, among other things that fell over. Yeah. Right as you get into Main Street there, and there were three guests who were injured, one of them mm. seriously injured that they had to take to the hospital. Wow. Yeah. And that happened literally minutes before we walked in. That and the is winds crazy. the winds were that strong that it knocked over one of those light poles. Did you now I saw pictures of it online. Did you yes. actually see the light pole? Were you able to see it or were you were you too far? Did they have you guys kind of too far from the action? No, we were able to see it. Okay. We got a good shot of it. It was right there in that little circular courtyard. You know where they set up the popcorn stand and where they have the it's that circular area where sometimes the well the, you can get a picture with like when they have the big pumpkin or they'll yeah, have the tree yeah the tree there yeah there you go yeah. we clearly saw the pole we clearly saw where it fell it felt like kind of like a um it felt like a diagonal angle sort of and okay. it, it hit a couple it hit a popcorn stand and it also smashed some trees and some bushes and Dang. stuff like that but it also smashed on a bench and so wow. I imagine that the three people who were sitting on that bench were the three people who got hurt by that pole falling over. Yeah. Obviously, it goes without saying. So, And, and I saw some pictures online, and, and there, I guess it looked like it was pretty rusted out from the bottom. Yeah, it was. In fact, it was in a, in a not-so-good way. It was kind of funny because there were four Disney park engineers over there with hard hats and vests on, along with Disneyland. I assume they were Disneyland execs because they were wearing mm. shirts and ties and nice business attire, and they were writing down on clipboards uh, about what happened. And you can hear one of the engineers say, well, we have some deterioration down here. We have some mm. a little bit of rust down here. So I'm like, ooh, bud, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So well, kind of yeah. makes you think you're because you're talking about uh, you know an older park kind of makes you think okay what else is getting a little bit too old in that park, right it know? makes me wonder if Walt's <laughs> light is really still burning up there in that window in that little apartment he has above the oh, firehouse oh man right yeah. that that's too bad I mean I'm, yeah. I'm sure you know for people for that to happen and and uh, mm-hmm. hope it didn't put a damper on your guys uh, no not at all now yeah. despite those little uh, despite those observations that I made notes of overall we had a good time overall uh, the experience was the same that we've normally had when we've gone down there so um and again because it's the holiday season for those of you who haven't been down there during the holiday season disneyland and california adventures are decked out to the nines with holiday decorations trees ornaments lights yeah so disney does a fantastic job of rolling out the red carpet for the holiday festivities and so um with that being said um yeah we still had a good time and uh, the only drama came from my wife's side of the family. Uh, but other, <laughs> beyond that and beyond the Space Mountain fiasco and the rope drop, I would say everything else was par for the course. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still jealous. I do want to see that Space Mountain. I have seen okay. it online, but I do want to see, I do want to see the Space Mountain uh, uh, with the light. I mean, I want to physically.
physically be there and see it with the lights on, you know? Here, I'm going to see if I can post it to our Facebook page at least. Right All right, now. yeah, go go ahead and post it. But, no, okay. you know, that that's good, man. It's good. To, I, you know, that's the thing. At Disneyland overall, mm-hmm. you know, it is Disneyland. You're going to have a good time there. Um, you know, you kind of have to just take it as you, you know, just take it as it comes mm-hmm. as far as the crowds, as far as trying to get on stuff, just trying to take things yeah. to, you know, trying to get too, too wound up, right? Yeah. You just got to... Oh, I was going to ask you, did you, the one thing that did open recently, which has yeah. been closed forever, mm-hmm. is the that treehouse. Tree yes. Did you guys go do that? No, we did not do the treehouse. Oh, man, I wanted to hear about that. I, I, I wanted to do the treehouse, okay? I wanted to do the treehouse yeah. bad, but here's the problem, okay? The lines for it were incessantly long because it had just reopened. Okay. And it hasn't been open that long. Interesting, interesting. My wife refuses to go to the treehouse because A, she's scared of heights. B, she's scared of people in general. And C, <laughs> it just never appealed to her. Okay. I asked my daughter if she wanted to go up on it. She shook her head. No. No, big time. Aww. So I felt it really wasn't worth my time or effort to stay in that line by myself just to climb a damn treehouse. Yeah. Now, Eric, I got to make a confession to you here on something real, real quickly. Uh-oh. Way back when, several months ago, when I told you about this trip that we were planning, I remember you on this show taking me to, or asking, trying to take me to task because I had spoken up about the one of the attractions I didn't like were the freaking canoes. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And you asked me to go on one of those canoes by oh, Tom Sawyer Island. Did you do it? I did not go oh, on the canoes. No! I did not no! go on the canoes. I did not go. The oh, reason why, man, the reason on. now, the reason why is because I was so infatuated with going on like pirates and haunted mansion. I, right. I, I literally forgot about it. Okay. I literally forgot about it. But sure enough, lo and behold, I did watch some of the other guests who were in the canoes, Eric, and there were idiots who were slapping the oars in the really? water. Yes, that is wow. exactly one of the reasons why I don't okay. want to go on those stinking canoes. Well, the 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 usually the guys, the, the guides on the canoe, the cast members will will put a kibosh on that. Like usually, usually they do that. I will say, I still think yeah. the canoes is one of the one of the. Uh, it was really one of the most fun rides we had. I had with my daughter when we went, mm-hmm. and I don't ever remember riding them before. I think that was the first time. Okay, okay. that I did this back in July. Yeah. Um, I still vouch for them. I wish you would have did it though. I'm so sorry. And you know what? The funny th- the the funny thing about it is, is that on the day that we left. We went back into Disneyland to spend a half day there. Mm. And as we were leaving, I literally said to myself, oh, bleep, I didn't go on the canoes. (laughs) (laughs) And my wife kind of looks, my wife gives me a rather stoic look and she says, so, oh, what's she, the big she loss? Does, she doesn't do it either. Oh, no, 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 no. My You're, wife would actually get on the treehouse before she would get on the canoes. Really? Yes. Yeah. That's how phobic she is of both of those attractions. Oh, my God. <laughs> the canoes were very fun. And I will say the canoes yes. are one of the, I think it's one of the only water rides that's not, you're not on a track. I mean, you're literally on a canoe. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's an actual canoe and you need actual oars and arm strength to get yourself from one yeah. end of the river to the which, other, which I'll tell you, the, the, the guides do a good job of that. I mean, you know, yeah. it's you don't really have to. It's not like you have to know how to paddle canoe, and it's not like yeah. you know you're going to use a lot of strength. Really, the the guides do a good job of pushing you through. And, yeah, and, and you're there and with you're, fifteen or twenty other people in unison, and they're yeah. all saying stroke, stroke, and, stroke. And, and, or well, well, I'm like telling that. you, it's, it's the Jungle Cruise <laughs> of of the of Frontierland because they're always cracking jokes. Sometimes you get a, you'll exactly. get a good guide, and and they they're they're uh, they're making and you laugh the whole time so it's it's a really good ride right. let me ask you this speaking of water rides yes when you were down there i don't know if this happened exactly when you were down there but i heard there was a streaker in uh small world did you see that <laughs> no that streaker happened about uh 
four day no happened about four four days after we left after oh, so we man. missed the streaker okay. oh you didn't get the streaker <laughs> apparently either. according to that story i read i guess he was completely wigged out on some type of illegal substance really because he wow. not only did some streaking eric but he went up there and danced with some of the marionette well, I, I characters saw that, yeah i saw some world. video where he's just walking around and dancing and doing crazy stuff and, and swimming yeah. in the thing i don't like oh yeah my so he gosh. jumped out of the boat danced with some of the the dolls up there and some of the care animatronics and then he would jump back into the canal there that the track canal that the the boats are on and he would actually swim in the stupid oh thing oh my so. gosh this is crazy this all, is getting crazy yeah all of this guy is naked as the day he was what, born what is going on yeah like this, i said eric the tragic kingdom <laughs> <laughs> okay before we go yes. and any tips you want to give people that are going to disneyland is there any 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 big tips i mean they heard a lot of yes. stuff that happened here maybe yes. some things to avoid but anything you can think of before we head out absolutely big three big tips for me number one before you go to disneyland plan your trip plan mm. out what you want to do first what's okay. what are the most important things you want to do when you want to do them and figure out about the attractions or the other things that make Disneyland popular that you can do either at a later time in the day or during another duration of your visit. Okay. Plan it out. I'm not talking about two days before you guys go down there. I'm talking about actually a year before you go down there. Mm. Draw it out like my wife does, map it out like my family does and talk about what we're going to do, especially if you're going to do something together. Number two, go down there with no expectations. Okay. What I mean by that is if you go down there expecting everything to run smooth, footloose, and fancy-free, you're going to be sorely disappointed. If something breaks down, expect like it's going to happen. Just go with the flow. Yeah. And number three, the most important thing is is – just go down there and have a good time. Have a good time. Enjoy yourself and have a good time. And I'll add a, I'll add a bonus tip to that. Please. Get Genie Plus. Get Genie. Yes, <laughs> get Genie Plus. I'm going to tell get you because we, we didn't do it, and, yes. I, and I did state on this show in a previous show that we should. I should have the last two days it wor- that we were there. It worked for us. It worked for us. We should have got it. Yes. And it, 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 you know, unfortunately, Disney makes you spend the money. They do. But it, it's going to be worth it, especially in the busier times, which I don't know when there's really an off-season anymore at Disneyland, to be honest. There really isn't. It doesn't matter what day of the week you go, what time of the year you go, it's going to be busy regardless, folks. So whether you're planning your trip in the summer, the winter, the spring, the fall, during the next Chinese New Year, it makes no difference when you go. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. All right. That does it. Tinkerbell's just waved her wand, Eric. That's our cue. It's time to go. <laughs> That's our cue. <laughs> yep. um, anyway, hey, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Check out our social media. Um, and always review the show if you get a chance, please. That does help us out with the algorithms. It does. And we hope you give us, if there's five stars or a thumbs up, give us one of those. Greatly appreciated. Yeah. So you guys take care out there. We'll catch you on the next one. Yep. See you on the flip side. God bless everyone. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called The No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.